Hi everyone and welcome to Viva La Flora live podcast where we bring you the art and business of flowers. Stay tuned. Warner Johnson, you guys from Bloomia. Welcome Warner. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for actually cutting out this time from your very busy day today. You have a big event today, you know, being able to talk to me. I really, truly appreciate it. But um, yeah, let's let's begin. Tell us a little bit about Bloomia. Where did it start from? So Bloomia actually started uh, in 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, it was uh, referred to as Fresh Tulips USA. And we changed the name into Bloomia about three years ago. Okay. And the reason for doing so is because there was a, a different change in also the vision and the mission of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we are like now a group of companies. Uh, the headquarters is in the Netherlands. Then we have a location in South Africa, in Chile, and here in the United States. Nice. And by combining everything together, all the knowledge and the, mm-hmm. the opportunities we have as a, a worldwide group, uh, the branding also became like more important. So that's why we turned everything into uh, to Blumia. Gotcha, gotcha. And also the, the vision in that, as I mentioned, changed. We we kind of want to make flowers, uh, in particular the tulips we are growing. Um, it needs to be an experience. It needs to be a story. It needs to be uh, more than just flowers. Right. Um, we see that flowers you can actually brand in a very nice way towards the consumer by having a uh, event like one we are having tonight mm-hmm. or um, the field of face uh, dinner mm-hmm. with the American Grow and as we have tonight is it's, it's a unique unique opportunity to market your uh, brand flower mm-hmm. brand of course with an event uh, that has been going on for the past five years from certified American Grow and they want to do something unique with flowers too right and and that's that perfectly blends into uh, where Blumia stands for. We have the um, um, of, uh, field of tulips uh, along the East Coast uh, in the beginning of this year. And what we did with that was we had pop-up gardens mm-hmm. in um, malls, in shopping oh. malls. Okay. So we placed down about between 10 and 15,000 flowers in each mall. East Coast USA. East Coast USA. Oh, wow. And we went from um, Philadelphia to DC to Richmond to Texas. Um, so we had like, I believe, eight or nine different malls. Uh, and over the weekend, we just lay down 10 to 15,000 flowers and people loved it. And it's like that unique experience. They say, like, mm-hmm. oh, we've never seen so many tulips. In together in a mall and yeah. it, it looks fantastic we had in uh, washington dc that's this uh, already the second year we we did it mm-hmm. we had like uh, forty thousand flowers in dc city center in the middle fantastic. of washington dc and it was outside and it was incredible yeah. it really looked fantastic wow yeah. okay I, I mean i missed that event i am on an east coast <laughs> I'll catch you next time. Are you guys going to be doing that next year? Yeah. Is this yeah. something? Okay, very nice. Now, where where can people find out about it? Or this is a surprise thing that you do? So it's it's part of a surprise thing, mm-hmm. but you definitely will find it out on our social media uh, website. Okay, we, got we, it. We post it uh, early enough on, on the Instagram, Facebook good. page. So uh, you know where to find us then. Gotcha. All right, sounds good. So where did... Where did Bloomy originate? I mean, did it, did, it, did the idea started in Netherlands? I mean, you guys are known for your bulb flowers and specifically tulips, of course. You know, is that where it started from, or 
Yeah, it originally started all from the Netherlands, where oh, okay. uh, the, the two owners are uh, are both Dutch. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where kind of the, the whole family tradition started. And where the, the tulips became the, the eye-catching uh, item to sell. I see. Okay. So what varieties are you growing in the United States right now, specifically in this location? So for now, we have like different uh, different uh, things. The, the main crop we are growing is mm-hmm. tulips, classic tulips. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, we have the novelty tulips, mm-hmm. which is like the more exclusive line. Uh, we do promotional purposes also with uh, double peony tulips. So okay. that's okay. kind of like earlier uh, towards the peony season. Mm-hmm. We grow hyacinths, mm-hmm. we grow muscari, mm-hmm. um, and we are we are doing some testing with R and D crops on on lilies or dahlia, snapdragon, and mm-hmm. other items. I see. Yeah. Um, so what's your who's your consumer? Who who are you selling mainly? So we are selling towards the uh, retailer. Uh, okay. Across the country, okay. uh, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, gotcha. Wegmans, uh, those those major retailers. Okay. Uh, however, we are always trying to look out for the end consumer. So we are all, always trying to see, like, okay, what is the actual consumer? What do they want? What do they require? What kind mm-hmm. of colors mm-hmm. are popular in mm-hmm. particular seasons? Sure. And then channeling that through the retailer to make sure that also their pools and their sell-through is uh, maxed out. Gotcha. Now, if there is a, let's say, a wedding and event um, florist that wants to buy from you, could they do that? Or that essentially would be really difficult for you So in do? the past, we haven't been doing uh, any of that. In the past, we mm-hmm. mainly focused on the retailers and mm-hmm. we did uh, business with wholesalers. Sure. But we are definitely open and looking into uh, areas to make sure that we are able to supply directly to florists or mm-hmm. directly to bigger wedding events. I see. Yeah. And then, I mean, h- how, what, did it, what does that look like? So let's say if somebody wants to contact you and say, hey, I'm looking for this color scheme, perhaps, you know, for this many tulips. I don't know if that's something, is that something that you could essentially do? Yeah, or the, the, easy, the easiest thing in that case is they can uh, can look us up on the website. I see, And okay. we have an uh, email account uh, oh, on okay. the website published uh, that will be coming into our sales guys uh, office. Mm-hmm. And then we can, can work something out and, and gotcha. see how we can make that order uh, feasible. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so how far do you ship from here? So we actually typically try to ship everything by refrigerated trucks mm-hmm. um, within two days, max. Nice. Just to nice. make sure that quality is still top-notch and that it's not going to lose anything on vase life. Sure. Meaning that we are not supplying anything on the West Coast. Everything up mm-hmm. towards uh, New York, all mm-hmm. the way down to Florida, mm-hmm. inland towards like Texas. Those kind of regions you're looking in. I see. Okay. So California would be... California is not the area where we are gotcha. keen. No. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Now, um, would you guys be planning on doing like opening and branching out for more warehouses perhaps or more production um, locations to supply bigger areas? Oh, well, I think honestly, like looking at the floral industry and our mm-hmm. ambitions and being in the United States, the, the country itself, it's, it's large and spacious enough uh, just for us to stay focused in the east coast i see and uh, try to dominate that area mm-hmm. with superior mm-hmm. quality mm-hmm. Uh, rather than reaching out throughout uh, the nation i see and, and uh, trying to find different uh, right. uh, hops to make that happen Got yeah. it. and are you from netherland yourself yes that's you correct. are okay 
So how long have you been in the United States? So uh, myself, I've, I'm working with uh, with Blumia for the past six years, uh -huh, uh -huh. being the general manager the last year and a half. Right. And during that time, I moved over from the Netherlands to the US. Gotcha. So full time, I'm now a uh, here for a year and a half. I see. Yeah. So have you been involved with flowers? All Prior to working to Blumia, no, actually no. not. No, wow. no, okay. actually not. No, I started actually uh, getting my, uh, as they might say, my my green thumb. Uh, gotcha. When I started working with Blumia. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I don't know if you can answer this question then. So, you know, sometimes you go to grocery store, Whole Foods or whatever. So they have these beautiful flowers. Uh, by the way, I love the flowers at Whole Foods, and mm -hmm. I do particularly love their tulips. And I, I bet that some of them are yours. And I bought tulips from there. Good to hear. <laughs> yes. Um, so you buy these beautiful tulips. They come with the bulbs. Let's say in a beautiful jar and you know the little spikes that they're kind of hydroponically grown so you know they bloom they're beautiful and then then you have this bulb that could could essentially give life to another tulip right correct do you have any tricks or tips that people can use i can't seem to make them bloom ever doesn't matter what i do so the, the kind of the key thing is that after um the the tulip is like complete the flower is completely flowering mm -hmm. you need to cut it off mm-hmm and it's it, it it is let me be honest it is tricky to uh to to get it flowering again right uh but the best thing you can do is dry it uh-huh store it okay uh in your refrigerator okay but not in a sealed bag because there needs to be some airflow air uh-huh uh, leave it there for about like a month mm -hmm. and then put it back on a little bit of water just mm -hmm. that the, the the roots are back on water again mm -hmm on room temperature and try it out. Huh, that might work. Yeah. Would it work if you plant it in the ground, in the soil? Uh, yes, but that it's gonna take about two years for you to get an, a new flower out of that. Ah, yeah. okay. So you might compare like a a two year process before you get it I flowering see. again. I see, I yeah. see. So how does the process of um, uh, growing the tulips look like here? So what we do is we source all our bulbs from uh, the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. So, um, or let's say all, like, uh, we are like a year-round uh, tulip farm, uh -huh. of which we get like uh, three quarters of the year come from the Netherlands. Sure. And then one quarter of it comes from the Southern Hemisphere. So that's either Chile or New Zealand. Mm -hmm. They all come in prepared, um, which means that a particular time of storage is needed in a cold ch uh, chain mm -hmm. uh, in order to activate the flower. Mm -hmm. Then once we receive them, we store them for a few more weeks in a very cold cooler. Mm -hmm. We start planting them um, hydroponically. Everything is hydroponically grown. So mm -hmm. uh, during the forcing process, we only use water and uh, some fertilizer for it to grow. Mm -hmm. And then about after four weeks, you have a fantastic flower. Right. It takes about two weeks for the rooting, and right. it takes about two weeks in the greenhouse. Nice. And afterwards, you have an, uh, a nice flowering tulip, I which mean, is ready fast. to be bunched and, wow. and shipped out to the uh, to the retailer. Yeah, I mean they grow fast. Like they continue growing in a vase, cut, oh, yeah. in a cut state as well. Yeah. You know, so yeah. tulips yeah. they kind of uh, are known for living their own life. Yes, they do. They yes. keep bending. They keep yep. twisting in a vase. Yep. And I decided a long time ago that I will never control a tulip <laughs> ever. So if I'm going to use it in a design, it's always 
in a design that doesn't matter what they do, it's still going to be beautiful. And I know the next day they're going to actually be coming higher than everybody else in a design and so on and so forth. But yeah, no, I, I've, I've learned that the hard way, actually. Yeah. I did learn that the hard way in a wedding bouquet, nevertheless. Oh, that's an interesting <laughs> one. It, yeah. was, it was fixable. It was a long time ago. It was my very beginning stages of that. I had no idea. Oh, nice. And, you know, but which also goes to prove how important education is, right? Knowing how the flowers are growing I mean, I, I feel like that's so important, and a lot of people, I think, miss that component. Actually, you know. Well, you you need, you, uh, you might say you, you need a f to have a feeling with uh, with flowers to mm -hmm. really love them and, and 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 take care of them. And if you take good care of of your flowers, they will definitely last longer. Right. For sure. Absolutely. M most important thing when people purchase flowers, they always forget to to cut off a little bit of the stem, mm -hmm. just to open up the veins uh, of the flower stem right. to allow. Uh, the uh, hydration mm -hmm. process and that's pretty important during during summertime it's always good uh at night to to drop in a few ice cubes into your vase because it gets too hot so it gets really cold overnight so that the, the flower can kind of strengthen again ah. and then you'll you'll increase your vase life but maybe two or three days thank you that's a, that's actually a good trip tip i'm gonna try that yeah yeah and uh, change the water a little more frequently in the summer because I mean because of the warmth it's bacteria grows faster it's always good to change your water yeah. like every two or three days no yeah, yeah of yeah. course absolutely well thank you for that that's actually a good tip I definitely cool. want to use that um, so talk to me about the fill to raise dinner tonight that's happening I'm super excited about yeah, we it it's are, my first one yeah, no, I'm so excited I'm, I'm, we are happy, uh, happy to, uh, to have you and, uh, and so many more, uh, more guests uh, the, the, the fill to raise dinner is a uh, as I mentioned earlier, a unique opportunity for mm -hmm. us. It's our first mm -hmm. event after being a uh, certified American Growing member for the nice. for the last year. Uh -huh. And um, so the whole the whole event is about uh, creativity. Of course, uh, we have a fantastic uh, fantastic team: uh, floral designers, mm -hmm. event planners mm -hmm. uh, that mm -hmm. are taking care of all the details and all the 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 more important things. We are just supplying the flowers, and right. we are. Uh, proud to to have this facility where we can can host it, but without their help and without their inspiration and creativity, we would never been able to pull this off as farmers. Right. You need you need different eyes for this. Yeah. Uh, well, the 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 whole event for tonight we expect about 120 guests. Oh my goodness! Wow. Uh, we have a fantastic uh, table lined up in the middle of the greenhouse. Uh, nice. The good thing about the greenhouse though is it's completely climate controlled so the temperature <laughs> inside is nice it's not sweating or warm if you're very comfortable it's not a in the greenhouse Virginia Maryland kind of sweaty heat nope. going it's on. very <laughs> comfortable having dinner there good and while you're sitting at the table above above you we have about 7200 uh, flowering tulips hanging upside down I cannot wait to see So the whole ceiling that. is covered with, with tulips and it's an amazing, amazing view. Oh my view. goodness. Yeah. Yes, I cannot wait to yeah. actually see I that. I think they spent yesterday about eight hours preparing it. Right. But it really right. paid off. It really looks gorgeous. Oh, I bet. And yeah. you have Kelly Shore designing it, so I'm pretty sure it's going to look gorgeous. She, she, I have no she doubt. She's really doing a fantastic thing. Yes, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's going to be great. So what's the next chapter for uh, Blumia? So the next chapter for Bloomy, I think for now we are uh, seeking into opportunities also to reach out to the business to consumer market maybe, mm -hmm. or uh, try to come up with more innovative uh, bouquets or items towards uh, retailers mm -hmm. and make sure that throughout the year 
people value and appreciate uh, the quality of flowers we are providing mm-hmm. and that, that that they will last longer on the vase and also that there's like a bigger opportunity for them to to uh, use tulips throughout the year rather mm-hmm. than having mm-hmm. them kind of seasonalized so gotcha. we are we are seeking in ways to to make this happen either through weddings mm-hmm. or through special events like those mm-hmm. like the field to vase or 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 sponsoring uh the first ladies lunch which right. was like uh, uh i would say ago. like three weeks yeah. ago yeah yeah so we de- donated uh, a few flowers for that event as well nice. And and that's it's a unique way to to participate and chip into the society and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. get the word out there that flowers can really change an environment and a setting. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I noticed um, I was in Netherlands mm-hmm. in, in the fall, and the the bigger thing that I noticed, um, you know, I was in Belgium and you know throughout Europe, and we traveled a little bit, but the thing that I noticed. Flowers mean a lot more in Europe for for everyday people than they do actually in the United States, which is kind of interesting to me. Um, I mean, here it's all people think of flowers when they think of events, more or less. You know, over there, it's part of life. It was it was just just. Yeah, it's, it. it's, it's an, I won't say it's an everyday thing because there are still a lot of people also in the Netherlands that hardly buy. Uh, cut flowers really? for themselves uh-huh. but the ma- it's it's more common for households to have like maybe on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis to right, to buy fresh cut flowers either at the market or like at the flower shop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i think it's also part of the fact that we have maybe the biggest auction in the world mm-hmm. on cut flowers i see you have flowers flying in from africa roses from africa or or lilies from all over the world all the way down to the netherlands and that's where the the auction point kind of starts right because there's like such a vast amount of flowers in the netherlands uh, available Mm -hmm. prices tend to drop there's a a more more competition so um spending 10 or 20 bucks uh in the netherlands gives you more flowers more volume Right. Uh, compared to, for example, here in the United States. That makes sense. I didn't actually think about that. So I bought some some bulbs from there mm-hmm. and I planted them. Nothing bloomed yet. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm suspecting it's going to take probably a couple of years till they acclimate to, to the soil and to, to the climate, perhaps, if anything would bloom. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, well, they will they will bloom. Okay, okay. I'm, bloom. I'm like waiting. As long as the, the rabbits or the deer haven't been eating them. Yeah, I yeah, my I have rabbits and deer. Yeah. yeah. But I have a certain I have this spot that they tend not to touch, you know, and um somebody told me to spray um pledge, citrus pledge, mm-hmm. you know, on it and mm-hmm. they don't like that citrus smell. So it seems to keep them away from everything else I have. So I'm hoping that that's saves your bulbs, out. yeah. Right. So well, yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I got a creative idea from uh, from someone the other day at uh-huh. uh, one of the events, and and they mentioned uh, as a solution mm-hmm. to put chicken wire in the ground. So you have your bulb. Oh, so the rabbits won't so dig. So you have the bulb, then you put ah. some soil on top of it, then you cover it with a little bit of chicken wire, just like wide enough to make sure that the bulb is protected. And then you cover it up again with some some dirt. Thank you. And then apparently the deer and the rabbits don't touch it because they cannot go through the chicken wire. I'm gonna do that. And the tulip is kind of if you if you make the chicken wire like kind of wide enough, right? The tulip will grow through it. It's very yeah, strong. Yeah, they absolutely will go through it. Yeah. Yes. 
Thank you for that too. Yes, this is good. I'm actually going to attempt to plant some tulips. I don't. I stay away from tulips because, I mean, if if rabbit doesn't dig it, then deer is going to eat it as soon as it comes off exactly. the ground. You know. Um, I had more luck with muscaris and hyacinths mm -hmm. and the rest of the bulb flowers. They seem not to touch those. Um, and I also have lily of the valley, which is poisonous to them, so they don't touch that. So those are growing. They're Goose. doing okay. <laughs> Everything else is not. At least you have a, a blooming garden. That's good. A little bit. Yeah. Very small. Very tiny little strip in front of the house so far. But... Um, Anyways, so um, so for for this event, so I know this is your for first event, obviously, and um, you know I'm pretty sure it's gonna look fantastic. I haven't seen that part yet. I, I saw a little snippets on Instagram yesterday of the tulip chandeliers. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to see them in actually you know in real setting. So I'm super excited about that. But are you planning on doing any kind of future events like this? I mean, is this something that it's is this a new chapter, new beginning, new tradition, or? I think we are, as Blumia, we are definitely ready for this kind of events mm -hmm. and we are keen um, doing more events like this in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, however, I do not want to commit to any of the other events yet. Of course. We just need to see how, how this event turns out. Of course. So far, it's uh, a lot of pain and sweat putting in there. Oh, I'm a sure. A lot of time. Um, I'm sure. But I think once it is like afternoon today and everything is cleaned <laughs> up and everybody is suited up and and uh, <laughs> nice dresses and everything like that i think we can can be very proud of all the accomplishments we did over the past two to three days yes yes and speaking of a lot of work and a lot of sweat i mean just farming industry in general i mean it is one difficult industry agriculture yes i mean it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it truly is i mean there's a lot of challenges it looks very easy uh, grabbing a 10 stem or a 20 stem tulip bunch in the retail store and and blend it in to m together with your uh, with your daily uh, vegetables but uh in the background especially at the farms uh, a lot of things are uh, are are uh, need to be in place in mm -hmm. order to get that quality on the right time uh, at the right location yeah right yeah absolutely and then people wonder why things are flowers cost so much but well, like one of the things why we kind of like also uh, wanted to be a certified American grown is mm -hmm. for people to be aware that you can have fantastic quality flowers out of the United States. And I'm not going to say that that's the main reason, but they need to know that in general, um, labor in the U.S. is more expensive than you do it somewhere in a Latin American country. Yes, I agree. Uh, besides the fact that tulips don't grow in that climate, it's just too warm uh, down right. there to grow tulips. So uh, climate-wise, we are forced to do it either in the Netherlands or Canada or up, up parts of the United States, the northern parts of the United mm -hmm, States. Mm -hmm. But labor is, is, is pr costly here. It's very costly, yeah. yes. Yeah, I agree, 100%. Now, do you repurpose the bulbs? So like... You harvest the tulips. What mm -hmm. happens to those bulbs? So at this point, we are making... Uh, we just throw them on a compost okay. Um, okay. Uh, area. Um, there are some maybe some future plants where uh, we, we can do something with it. But for now, they are just like plants and maybe some dreams we uh, we have. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But no, there's not much. We are uh, we, not, we're not going to reuse the bulbs at least. Yeah. I see. Okay. So then you just get the new ones from Netherlands that exactly. get shipped out to you yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. And 
if somewhere down the line, you know, once you get figured out how you can perhaps um, service the wedding industry as well, you know, which there is a huge market there, you know, and tulips are pretty popular mm -hmm. still, um, have been and still are, and mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure will be, um, certain varieties that is, right? So um, if somebody wants to purchase tulips with the bulbs still intact, would you guys be selling tulips like sure, that, that as well? That, that, I mean, that's would you be no willing to do that? Us. Okay. That's no problem for us. We just need to know like uh, maybe two or three weeks in advance uh, mm -hmm. the volume sure. and um, sure. which varieties uh, people of are course. looking for. And then we can see if we can source that variety mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. the bulb on it. Gotcha. The other question I'm pretty sure a lot of wedding floors will have for you, right? Would be, so what's the tallest you can get in stem length? That is really uh, depending on a lot of factors. Mm -hmm. So if you're going into like novelties, like double double peony tulips, they're shorter. Um, the hats are heavier. Yeah. So you kind of tend to grow the flower a little bit shorter mm -hmm. in order to make sure that it's not completely bending over or that whether it like breaks. Sure. But there are like, for example, classic tulips. If you're looking at a strong gold or uh, atrem, uh, they, they can go up to like uh, I would say like 50, 55, maybe 60 centimeters. Oh wow! So okay. you really get like tall, tall tulips uh, out of those. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, that's good to know. Well, um, Warner, thank you so much. I know, I know you have an event that you have to go and so like you know, I don't know all the kinks, and it's your first event. And again, thank you so much. I mean, really appreciate it. Because, you know, this was completely dropped on you like a week ago, <laughs> you know, and thank you for making that time. I really appreciate it. So that being said, where can people find you? So um, I would recommend going to either our Facebook page on mm -hmm. Blumia or looking us up on web on the website, mm -hmm. Blumia.com. Mm -hmm. And they can find all the news. They can trace us down Perfect. on Instagram and, and see what kind of events we are doing and, Perfect. and see how they can get in touch with us. All right. Well, sounds great. Right. I really appreciate it. Thank and so good much. luck with the event. I cannot wait. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Looking forward to tonight. Thank All you. Bye-bye. Right. Well, it's a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening, for tuning in to Viva La Flora Live podcast. We'll see you next week.